Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. kicked off and started on a happy note because the Oklahoma City Thunder walk away victorious in the Madison Square Garden to the New York Knicks 127-109. to um, This is the second consecutive victory for the Oklahoma City Thunder um, in a six-game stretch in which I predicted on Twitter that we would win five of them. So, so far, so good. It's looking, looking pretty promising. Um, it was weird having such an early tip-off. It tipped off at 12.30 Eastern Standard Time, so I was actually eating lunch while I watched this game, which I, I'm not mad about it, don't get me wrong. Um, but there was a lot that actually happened in this game, um, despite the starters not even playing in the fourth quarter. Uh, well, most of the starters. Steven Adams got some run, Ferguson got some run, uh, and I believe Jeremy Grant also got some run. But as far as Russ and PG... They both sat out the entire fourth quarter. But there was a lot to take away from this game. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into it by hooking up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. Alright, so per usual, um, I took notes in this game and... As you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, my notes are a little bit different than uh, anybody else's notes, just because I kind of take notes as I would tweet these, these out if I was to live tweet the game. So, um, you know, it kind of pulls back the curtain to the fan side of me, as opposed to, I guess, the analytical side of me, which is very tiny. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, in the first quarter, my first note is Alex Brinus is back. He is back with the team. He is back. Um... He's listed as active, but he did not play today. Um, we knew he wasn't going to play. Billy actually said he wouldn't be a part of the rotation or play, but it's still a sign of encouragement to have him back out there in an active part of the team. Uh, he went through warm-ups. He went through shoot-around. He was out there sitting on the bench with the team in uniform. So Alex Brandish, for all intents and purposes, is on his way back, which is really encouraging. Um, you know, the team has kind of struggled here recently. 
uh, shooting the ball. Not so much today off the bench, but and we'll get into that. But Alex Brenes is a welcome addition that we need back. I put Kevin Knox as my pick for kill thunder mode. I mean, you know, you always got that random bench guy or that random uh, role player who goes off on Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Knox was my pick for that. That didn't exactly work out that way. Thank God. But uh, Luke Cornett is really starting over Ennis Cantor. What a time to be alive. Luke Cornett started this game, and he actually got hurt at the end of the, I believe the, no, he got hurt in a second quarter. And Ennis Cantor started the second half, and then the report came out that Cornette wouldn't return to the game. But uh, Cornette didn't really do anything, so it wasn't much of a difference maker. I say, I love that Russ runs to the corner and yells, even at away games. Obviously, if you've been to a home game, Russ Westbrook, you know, he does this thing at the scores table, gets ready, and then he runs to, um, if he was to turn away from the scores table, he runs to the right corner of the gym, just yells as loud as he can, and claps really loud. That's like his game day ritual. Um, and you know, like I said, if you've seen, if you've been at a home game, you've seen this happen. But he does it away games too. Uh, it's not very often I get to the TV like a lot before the tip off or even before the tip off. So uh, it was fun to see that. Uh, I think it's funny because you know Russ is yelling at the crowd. I guess trying to pump himself up, but the crowd very much wants Russ to not be pumped up. I don't know. So I really like the Knicks jerseys. Um, you know, Nike did a great job with their jerseys last year as well. With the New York City Fire Department um, inspiration to the uniforms. Um, and, and I really like their jerseys this year too. Um, I think this was the one with like the skyscraper outline on the side of the jerseys. Yeah, I thought that was really creative. And uh, yeah, like I said, really enjoy them. So Russ turns over the ball immediately. But Paul George gets it back the next possession. And he gets an AM one on Kevin Knox. And that would be a sign of things to come. Knicks start this game 0-3 before Moutier takes it all the way, takes a rust miss all the way back to the basket for an easy bucket. And then Paul George makes the second in a row, his second shot in a row. Um, I think it was just a mid-range jumper, you know, nothing crazy. But, again, a sign of things to come. Jeremy Grant got the ball in the post. Um... It was a little, it was about mid baseline. And then he turned, faced up his man, pulled up for the jumper, and drained it. And I just said, What? <laughs> like, you know, obviously Jeremy Grant has improved tremendously at the three point line. Um, obviously, you know, he's great at driving the ball, but never have I seen Jeremy Grant hit a face up jumper out of the post. So that was interesting. Um, Terrence Ferguson makes a three, and I said he has been on fire lately. The graphic actually said that he is 55% from deep in those last six games. And again, as a lot of things I'm going to say, a sign of things to come. Paul George makes another three. He's three of three, or he makes a three. Uh, he started out this game three of three, and then he pulled a heat check three, and he missed it. So he started out three of four in this game. Uh, Dennis came in and he hit two straight threes and that is extremely helpful. You know, I mentioned in the beginning we've been struggling to get a lot of production out of our bench, particularly three-point shooting. Um, if Dennis Schroeder, who is not a career great three-point shooter, can come in and knock in two threes in the first quarter, that's extremely helpful. I said Grant makes another circuit shot. I, I don't know if it was on OKC Topic Thunder or Thunder Chats, but I actually tweeted that Jeremy Grant has to lead the league in most circus shots made because he just finds ways to get that ball to go in. If he's fouled, if he's falling, 
if it's at a weird angle, he finds a way to make it in. And again, a sign of things to come. Paul George comes in, he makes another three, and that gives him 13 early in the game. And then immediately the next possession later, he lobs one to Nerwins Noel, who couldn't quite dunk it, but he does finish the lob to put Thunder up 34-12. to Then Paul did a couple more heat check threes, missed both of them. Grant blocked Neil Aquino for the next possession. We come down. I think that was when Paul George heat checked another one. Then we comes back down, and Grant blocks Hazonia. So Grant gets back-to-back blocks on back-to-back possessions. Hazonia is able to crowd his miss and score, however. But, hey, just showing you how much of a Swiss Army knife Jeremy Grant is, man. Um, Patterson with his best Jeremy Grant impersonation after uh, Jeremy Grant comes out of the game. He draws an offensive foul on Hazonia. Obviously, I've talked about Jeremy Grant and how great he is at drawing charges. I don't think he had a single one this game, which was kind of weird. But, hey, Patterson made up for him on that. Uh, And then I said the last possession of the first quarter was pretty messy. Paul George got a screen from Dennis Schroeder, which brought Dennis Schroeder's defender, Frank Nilakina, on him, who's a pretty good defender in his own right with some long reach. Paul George tries to make a move on him, and Frank pokes the ball out. Paul George gets it back about five seconds left. He goes over to the right corner, and there's just nothing there. He has to pull a fadeaway in the corner over Nilakina, and it bricks off the rim. So Paul George started off really hot, kind of cooled down towards the end of the quarter. But the Thunder were still up 18, 34 to 16. Again, Paul had 13 points, 5 of 10 shooting, 2 of 6 from deep, uh, with 3 rebounds and 2 assists. Jeremy Grant, 8 points, including that circus shot and the face-up shot, 2 boards, 2 blocks, and of course, then the shooter, 2 threes for 6 points. All right, going into the second quarter, Knicks opened up with a Frank Nilakina 3, which Frank Nilakina is not a great 3-point shooter, but he made this one uh, with a lot of confidence. Um, Nader came in, he tried to answer the shot, and he missed it, but there was Noel was there. He followed up his miss, and he slammed that ball in. Um, the next possession on offense, they tried to pass it to Noel, and Mitchell Robertson tries to steal the ball. He tries to anticipate it and get out there and knock the ball out of the pass lane and get the steal and start a fast break. He whiffed on the steal attempt. Nervous Noel has an ocean in front of him. Takes one dribble and just one-handed hammers the ball into the rim. Very nice, very nice. Um, then a couple possessions later, the Thunder get a three-on-one fast break with Abdel Nader, Nervous Noel, and Dennis Schroeder. Um, Nader actually kicked it ahead to Schroeder, but not far enough ahead where um, Moutier couldn't close in on him. And so Schroeder does pump fake. Moutier doesn't bite on it. He tries to flip it back to Nader. And he turns it over, and he fouls Emmanuel Moutier. So, as good as Schroeder was in the first quarter, he started off not so great in the second quarter. It was kind of reminiscent of the late turnover in the Philadelphia 76ers game where Schroeder jumped and threw the ball straight to Jimmy Butler. So, um, The next possession, though, Hamadou Diallo ran a gorgeous, and I mean straight-up gorgeous, pick-and-roll bounce pass to Steven Adams. And I said, holy whoa, because... Uh, I forget who it was. I think Dennis actually drove in at first. And then Homie got the rebound, came back out to the corner, got the pick from Steven Adams, took the pick, and then you know didn't even really attack the basket, just kind of sidestepped and threw a nice little right-handed bounce pass to Steven Adams. Steven grabs it and lays it up perfectly. And, you know, if you've watched Homie Diallo, obviously he's been struggling lately. Um, that rookie wall, as we kind of talked about in the last weekly, 
Um, but he's not a great passer, even on his best day. But that pass was beautiful. Not sure if Hamdi Diallo or Chris Paul. <laughs> um, then he comes back down the next end, and he with a contested scoop layup on his college teammate Kevin Knox. So I was like, hey, Hamdi Diallo could be in for a pretty nice day. And the narrator says he was not. <laughs> um, interesting lineup that was out here at this point when Russ checks back in. Um, it was Russ Homme, Nader, Patrick Patterson, and Steve Adams. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, Steven actually scores on Von Wait in the post, and Homme gets fouled and splits the free throws. So, you know, they got three points out of that lineup before um, some the starters came back in, Jeremy Grant, Paul George. I believe Terrence Ferguson all came back in shortly after that. Um, but Ennis Cantor checks in, and immediately you see Steven Adams and Ennis Cantor just start to chirp at each other. And I love watching this. You know, I don't know if Ennis is ever going to wear a Thunder jersey again. I wouldn't be surprised if he does, and I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. But the bond that him and Steven Adams have, uh, the kind of brotherhood that they share, you can see any time they're on the court together. And it, it's truly a joy to watch. Um Russ, I said that he was in distribution mode tonight because he missed his first two shots in the first quarter, didn't take another shot for a really long time, and he had four straight assists, um, including a nice alley-oop to Jeremy Grant and also a nice pass to Patrick Patterson, which what prompted that note. Um, another one, Russ tried to kick it like all the way full court, Stephen Adams, and Ennis pulled the chair out from him, and all Stephen did was laugh. He wasn't mad. He just started laughing. It was pretty funny. Um, Russ comes down in that possession. He gets Tim Hardaway in the post, backs him down, turns around off one foot, kicks his leg way out there. Doesn't actually kick Hardaway, but his leg is like kicked like straight up in the air off one foot and makes a shot on Hardaway. You know what's coming. That's right. The rock by baby all the way down the court at Tim Hardaway. Uh, I, I just I love the Rock the Baby thing. I want to see more of it. Sometimes I feel like he forgets that he does that because he scored on people in the post and not done the Rock the Baby. But I want to see it on literally everybody he scores in the post on. And then he comes back the next possession. He follows that up with a three. And I said, uh-oh, boy could be catching fire. Guess what? Boom, next possession. Banks in a mid-range a couple of steps from the three-point line. Like this, like when you talk long two, like this was a long two. When he shot that ball, it looked like he shot it really hard, but it just hit the bank perfectly and dropped in the uh, net. Uh, I've talked about before how good Russ is in the mid-range and how good he is banking shots. Exhibit A right there. And then the next play, he comes back in. He drives right by Ennis Cantor, gets fouled for an and-one layup. All right. Uh, Vonway did a pretty impressive one-handed reverse on Steven Adams, and he got fouled. And... Uh, this was kind of shocking to me. Um, you know, Steven Adams, that we talked about in the weekly, he's one of the best defensive centers in the league, but he's not a great shot blocker. And we've talked about how just because he's not a great shot blocker doesn't mean he's not a great defender. Uh, Steven Adams didn't really make much of an effort to stop Vomway, but, you know, Vomway was definitely, I mean, he fouled him, but he didn't try to block the shot. Vomway, he's an athletic freak, and, you know, kudos to you on getting that dunk going, man. Uh, Russ comes down, and he cheat, heat checks one out of the post. And I said, that was fun while it lasted. He made four straight buckets, so uh, it was encouraging. It got him up to double digits. And um, if he would have made that next one, then it, it would have been insane. But that was fun while it lasted. And, you know, Russ kind of calmed down after that. He kind of realized, okay, 
I'm cooling down. Right, I can stop choking it up. Uh, Adams gets called for a foul on the board on Russ's miss, which gives him his third foul, and Nermans comes in for the last two minutes of the second. Now, I said PG is in his bag and ball handling. He was just toying with his defenders. He missed a shot, but he gets the ball back. He toys with his defenders some more, and he finds Dennis across the court for his third straight three. Then Russ comes down, and he finds Paul George for another three. Russ comes in, and he misses a shot at the buzzer, and he screamed, and one, but they did not call it as such. It's all right, though. The Thunder lead by 20 at halftime. Paul George has 16 points on 50% shooting, 3 of 7 from deep, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Russ had 11 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists on 50% shooting, 1 of 1 from deep. Adams 100% shooting, 8 points and 4 rebounds, and Dennis Schroeder with 3 threes. All right, going into the third quarter, the Thunder haven't scored at the 11-minute mark, and then Adams hits a 3, or Ferg hits a 3 as Adams gets called for a 3 in the key. So it didn't count, but in my head, hey, Terrence Ferguson's made two straight threes. Just one didn't count. Knicks open the quarter on a 6-0 run, which leads the Thunder to call a timeout. Immediately after timeout, PJ go, or, wow, PJ. PG goes straight to the rack to take the lid off the basket and starts to get him going. And I said, imagine how bad the Knicks would be without Tim Hardaway. Cause he has 15. If he didn't have 15, then the Knicks would have been struggling. Like, talk about lottery team. Like, they're, they're, they probably have the first overall pick without Tim Hardaway. And if they're wanting to tank, I would say they try to get rid of Tim Hardaway. Because Tim Hardaway is a great player, and he can help, you know, a contender. So, that's just my two cents. Um, but PG answers uh, Tim Hardaway's shot, and he has 20. Again, a sign of things to come. Russ takes an ill-advised three, which, you know, really bothers me. But Moutier came down, he hit a mid-range, and that cut it to 14. You know, he's up 20 at halftime, um, but they cut it to 14. Russ finds Ferg for a three, who has two threes, but he's made three in a row. Like I said, that one on the three and key counts in my mind. All right, he's, he's literally made three threes in a row, just two of them counting. PG gets fouled by Hardaway beyond the three-point line, and he makes all three free throws. And I said, yawn, because, I mean, Paul George has just been automatic. He's been money from the free throw stripe lately. I think the... TV said he's made like his last 15 three throws. Uh, I'm definitely going to find that out and tweet that out. But yeah, I mean, he's been unbelievable from the stripe. Cantor comes down and he scores an AM1 on Russ of all people. But PG comes down, makes another three, and he has 10 in the quarter for 26 points, 9 of 17, 4 of 8 from deep. Russ makes his, or wow, not Russ. Berg makes his third three in a row to put the Thunder back up by 20. And then he takes a heat check and. As most heat checks go, he misses it. <laughs> Russ gets aboard and he gets fouled. Fisdale erupts. And then Paul George gets, or he gets called for a technical foul. And then Paul George gets to shoot the technical free throw. As you would expect, it goes in. Russ makes both of his free throws and he has 15 and has been playing in a lot. Like he's been playing under control. Like he had full control under the game. He had some turnovers. But in terms of the efficiency of shooting and controlling the game, dictating the tempo, controlling the boards, Russell Westbrook was in control of this game. Uh, the next play down, Russ, uh, Neil Aquino's in pursuit of Russ. Russ gives him a little pump fake, which makes Neil Aquino blow by. Russ makes an easy layup. Then he looks at Frank, and he does, <laughs> he does an instant replay. He pump fakes, pump fakes, pump fakes before he backs down the court. And uh, Up the Thunder, I actually tweeted this out, but Up the Thunder said Replay Russ is my favorite Russ. 
Uh, correction, replay rust is the best rust. You know, first, you, it, it originated with the Euro step. Whenever Russell Westbrook would do a Euro step, he would do a he would replay it all the way down the court um, against the Hornets this year when he broke out the Sham God against Cody Zeller. He did the instant replay of the Sham God. Love that. And now you got the pump fake instant replay. So I hope instant replay Russ is here to stay. Rock the baby and replays. Those are my favorite Russes. All right. Um, and that gave him 17 points. All right. Uh, I said Russ finds Grant for a three, and it puts him up 24. I said hopefully we can go up around 30 so we could rest the starters going into the fourth. Narrator, they did not. <laughs> Russ goes to the bench, one assist away from a triple-double, and I said I will expect the starters back because as PG gets fouled, he makes both. We're only up 20. Dennis comes in, he makes two free throws, and Robinson's fourth foul, Mitchell Robinson. He's the best shot blocker on the Knicks, so... Thought this could be huge going down the stretch. Robinson actually was able to gain control of himself and not foul anymore, uh, stay in the game. But still, Schroeder made two free throws, and he followed it up with an elbow jumper out of the pick and roll. Four straight points for Schroeder. Into the third, Thunder up 103-82. to Paul George had 31, 9 of 18, 4 of 9 from deep, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. And Russell Westbrook had 17 points, 6 of 12 shooting, 1 of 2 from deep, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. That would be the final stats for Paul George and Russell Westbrook because they do not come back into the game after this. Steve Nams had 10 points on 5 of 7 shooting, 6 rebounds. Ferg had 9 points, 3 of 4 from deep. Schroeder had 13 points, 4 of 7, 3 of 5 from deep, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. Jeremy Grant had 11 points, 4 of 7 for shooting, 1 of 2 from deep, and 5 rebounds. So going into the fourth, talk about sign of things from come. Uh, Nader gets an easy layup past Mitchell Robinson. And I said Patterson apparently hit his head because I heard a whistle, didn't see what happened, but Patterson was holding his head. Turns out Lonzo Trier went up on Patrick Patterson and his elbow hit Patterson right in the jaw. And I said, will this be like Melo on Nurkic, which equaled a ejection? Of course, you guys remember that a couple years ago. Um, or it will, be, will it be like Wiggins on Noel, where Wiggins' elbow Noel actually gave him a concussion, but nothing was done to Andrew Wiggins, and Nerlens Noel was just given a common foul. It's a combo, apparently. Uh, there was a technical foul on Trier for, I guess, the elbow, and it was a common foul on Patrick Patterson. So Trier got two shots, and Dennis Trier got to make a technical free throw. So there you go. found that interesting, because now... <laughs> In all situations, we've seen the Thunder get ejected. We've seen the Thunder have a common foul against them, and we've seen a combination of both. So it'll be interesting to see what happens the next time that happens. Hopefully it doesn't, though. Now, and I said Dennis finds Nader for a three, and I said he's been a killer out there for us. Little did I know, right? Uh, he has six points at this point. Uh, I think he had one early in the third or the second quarter, but he has... Five points already in the fourth quarter. And I said, Grant had been left out there with Dennis, Hami, Nader, and Noel due to Patterson's injury. And I just said he looks out of place out there. Um, he was trying to do a little bit too much. He was fouling a little bit. Um, you know, you could just tell he plays better alongside PG, Russ, Adams, and even Ferg. So, uh, you know, for all the people that were saying that Jeremy Grant should come off the bench, eh, Exhibit AY probably shouldn't have. Uh, I said Nader getting to the rack again over Mitchell Robinson. And I said circus shot, Jeremy Grant engaged and won again. He's been, he literally made three circus shot layups in this game. Uh, it, it, it's pretty wild. I said, is Jeremy Grant the best finisher in the league on my Twitter? 
I got a lot of backlash for it, but I put a slash S, which means sarcasm. People just don't get that. Um, and then a lot of sloppy basketball and a bunch of Nick fans chanting for Raymond Felton to come in uh, led to another Jeremy Grant circus shot and one. So Jeremy Grant got six points in the fourth quarter, and they were all off the circus shots and free throws. Nader came in, hit another three, hit 11 in the fourth at that point. Nerlens turns it over on what would have been a ridiculous homie slam off a baseline cut. Uh, Hami was cutting off the baseline. Nerlens had his right hand. Hami was on his left side. He tried to whip it to him. It was just too far away, and he turns it over. But, I mean, we've seen Hami catch those and just do ridiculous things with the ball, so I was really excited about what would have happened there. And I said the Raymond Felton chants are getting even louder, and Paul George joins in from the bench. They were going, Raymond Felton. And uh, on the Thunder broadcast, uh, they show Paul George on the bench, and he was just going, Raymond Felton. Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. You could tell the guys was having fun out there. Uh, Adams finds a cutting Nader for a tough M1, and you know what Abdel Nader does when he gets an M1. He's going flex on him. All right. Uh, Nader made a long two. He had one foot behind the three-point line, one foot in front of the three-point line. It's kind of an interesting shot, for real. Um, but hey, he made it nonetheless. Um, and that gave him 15 points in the fourth quarter, 16 overall. Uh, let's see here. And then I said, Nader got the ball for three. Schroeder kicked it ahead to him, and he had the ball for three. He elected not shoot it, gave it right back to Schroeder, who shot the three, and he drained it, put him up 20. The Knicks called a timeout, and I said, Felton's probably coming in soon. Spoiler alert, he did not come in. All right, this is who came in. Timothy Luawu Cabarro came in, and no Ray Felton. Like, come on, Billy, give, give the fans what they want. They pay good money to see Ray Felton out there. Put Ray Felton out there. <sighs> Anyways, Ferg comes in. He misses a three, and I said, RIP to his perfect percentage. He was three of five from deep at that point. And that's ball game. 127-109, as I mentioned. Uh, the field goal percentage, OKC shot 45 of 83, 54.2%. From the three-point line, they were on fire, hitting 15 of 29, 51.7%. And, hey, Schroeder made four threes. Nader made two threes, I believe. That's six threes right there from your bench. Like, if you could guarantee six threes from your bench every night, that is extremely helpful. Anyways, from the stripe, they shot 22 of 27, 81.5%. I already told you Paul George and the rest of the stats. Steve finished with 10.7 rebounds and 3 assists. Jeremy Grant finished with 16 points on 6 rebounds. Ferg had 9 points, all 3 being 3-pointers. Uh, Shooter had 17 points, 5 of 12 shooting, 4 of 7 from deep. Um, he didn't really shoot that great aside from the 3-point line, but hey, we will take those 3-point shots. Three rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Nader had 16 points, 15 in the fourth quarter. Six rebounds and two assists on six and nine shooting, two and three from deep. Come on, Nader. Keep that up. And Nervous Noel had six points for three of five shooting on, and eight rebounds. As far as the Knicks go, Hardaway ended up with 23. Moutier had 14. Alonzo Trier had 16 off the bench, but he shot like three of 15, something like that. It was extremely inefficient. Uh, Cantor had 11 points off the bench, and Vonway had 10 points. So, hey, that's all there is to it. Um, that was the game. 
as I said, you know, a lot happened, even though Paul George and Russ Westbrook didn't play in the fourth quarter. It was a pretty eventful game, and it was a fun game to watch, a fun game to kick off. I think they said 11 straight games for Martin Luther King Day. Um, so, you know, the Thunder kind of felt slighted, I guess, getting the Knicks, you know, the first game, like the low, uh, the low marquee game of Martin Luther King Day. But it was still a fun game. I enjoyed it, and I think the fans enjoyed it. So, uh, and it was a win, most importantly. It was a win. It was a much-needed win. So, yeah, the Thunder win this game, and now we have to get to tonight's Academy Award for the player of the game. And it goes to... I mean, it's got to go to Paul George, man. I mean, he had 31 points in three quarters, shot 50% from the field, a little bit over 40% on 4-9 shooting from the three-point line. Made all his free throws. Had four rebounds, four assists, one steal. Was just in control of this game. Like, obviously, he's coming off a huge game against the 76ers in which he had over 30 points, and he hit the game winning four-point play. So, I mean, the guy's on cloud nine. He's riding this ridiculous uh, high. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have him in the MVP conversation, but I definitely have him there. I called him there early in the season. Um, and not only that, if he doesn't win MVP, like, he's a shoe-in for the deep boy. Like, he has more steals, more deflection, and more loose balls to recover than anybody else in the league. Um, he's still leading the league in steals per game over Russell Westbrook. And it's just another marquee performance. Like, you just have to wonder if the game was close and Paul George had to play in the fourth quarter, what else could he possibly have done? Um, you know, he had, I'm trying to see, he had 16 points at the end of the first. Uh, he ended up, no, I'm sorry. He had 14 points at the end of the first. He ended up with no, 13 points. He had 16 points at the end of the second, and then he had 31 points. So he had 13, 3, and 15 in his quarters. Um, you know, if he was needed, I, I don't doubt he could have put up another 15 points. He could have had a 46-point performance. Nothing would surprise me in terms of what Paul George does. But I do want to give a shout-out to Russell Westbrook, who finished this game 17, 10, and 9. He was extremely efficient. He shot 50% from the field, 50% from deep, 6 of 12, 1 of 2. And he was one assist away from a triple-double. We've seen in the past when, you know, Russell Westbrook can come in, get his assist, and he'll come out. And that's not necessarily up to him. Some of it could be Billy Donovan just trying to pad the lead a little bit. But that's what people take it as. But Russell Westbrook stayed on the bench the entire fourth quarter. Could have got that assist. Could have got the triple-double. But he chose not to. He chose to rest because he knows the next game, tomorrow's game, against the Portland Trailblazers, it's going to be a tough and a hard-fought game, and he needs to be fresh for it. So he elected to not take that assist, to take this win tonight, and hopefully the W tomorrow night. So props to Russell Westbrook. But, Paul George, you are tonight's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? I'll <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Alright guys, so hey, that was the game. As I said, the Thunder have won two straight, looking to make it three straight going into tomorrow night against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, this game will be at Oklahoma City, so that is great. Anytime we're at the peak, it's a good time, and it's good for the Thunder. The Thunder always seem to play better there. Um, and hopefully we can 
you know, go 2-0 and on the Portland Trailblazers this year. We won last time in Portland, which was a huge win, arguably our best win of the season so far. Um, so hopefully we can, like I said, beat Portland and continue to run off this win streak. That would be three straight. I would love four straight, five straight, six straight. Again, as I said, the next six games, I'm predicting uh, five wins. So if we could beat Portland, that was actually one of my circle for one of our hard wins. Um, then that would be great going towards that. Uh, you know, guys, the Thunder have been playing a lot better recently, especially in the Sixers game, this past game, as far as shooting the ball, moving the basketball. I think Russell Westbrook looks a lot better out there recently. Steven Adams finally looks like he's 100% healthy. Paul George has been in a rhythm all season long. That's not stopping him. And now we're getting to bring us back. Hopefully we can get Dre back soon. You know, we don't want to rush him back, but, you know, anytime Dre can come back, it's going to be great. Um, but the trade deadline is approaching. Uh, we're about two weeks away from the trade deadline. So maybe there will be some reinforcements coming in. Maybe not. But as I've said many times on Twitter, I'm confident in the personnel. I don't think the personnel is the problem. I thought the effort and the identity was the issue. And we're finally getting back to run that pick and roll. We're finally getting back to giving that um world-beating defensive effort out there and if we can continue doing that then i fully believe sky's the limit for this team but guys that is all i got for today i do want to leave you on this note before i close today is the last day you can vote for the nba all-star game paul george you know we discussed in the weekly paul george is third in the front court voting he is in line to be a starter for the all-star game definitely want to send him there especially after the performance of today and this past Saturday against the 76ers. So go ahead and vote for him. Russell Westbrook, I believe, is fourth in the backcourt voting. Got to get the Brody in there as well. Um, it would be great to if we could, you know, boost him all the way up to starting backcourt. Might not happen, but, hey, I'll be all right with it. And, of course, our big Kiwi, Steven Adams. He was sixth in the front court over Jokic behind Anthony Davis. Let's get him up there. Let's get him past Anthony Davis. Let's get him past Kevin Durant. Hey, let's get three Thunder starters in the All-Star game, right? Right? Yeah, I know. It's probably not going to happen. But, hey, a guy can dream. But, yeah, for real, guys, go. Vote Steven Adams. Vote Russell Westbrook. Vote Paul George. Your vote counts twice today. You can vote multiple times on multiple sites. You can vote on NBA.com. You can vote. Just type in NBA vote on Google. There's other ways you can vote. Just go to Stephen Dolan's profile, at Steve Thunderfan. I'm sure he's going to lay all that out for you guys. And, yeah, let's get our guys the recognition that they deserve. All right. As I close this out, I want to thank you guys for listening. Go ahead and follow us at Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. You can follow me, at Thunder Chats. Um, go ahead and you can listen to any of our past podcasts and read our articles that we have recaps of the game to. At thundersintentions.com, you can listen to any of our podcasts, including guest podcasts, post-game uh, recaps, and our weekly episodes on nowitsthunderbasketball.com. Go ahead and find us anywhere you listen to your podcast, especially on iTunes. You want to subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. We appreciate that. That helps us out so much. You guys are awesome. I hope you all have a great night. God bless. Thunder up.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.